Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm, nothing like that for a sip. Hmm. <laughs> Today is Thursday, March 4th, 2021. I started to, when I set up the episode, I type in the date on Zencaster and I started to type February because apparently I am behind the times. Today is um, possible insurrection day, insurrection number whatever, uh, are here in Santa Fe, which is the capital of New Mexico. The uh, legislature is has been in session but they've suspended session for today just in case because there's all sorts of threats of violence david was filling me in on the whole QAnon conspiracy theory that this is not lawlessness because they believe that there hasn't been a legitimate president since the 18th president uh, because the inauguration date was moved according to the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution from March 4th to January 20th, I think. Was it 20th, 20th, 12th? I'm so happy that I don't have to have like that date embedded in my memory anymore. So anyway, they say that um, there hasn't been a legitimate president since then and that uh, Trump will be inaugurated today and he will actually be the 19th president of the U.S., uh, instead of being the 45th. So, you know, what I really wonder is, does that mean that the Trump presidency was illegitimate? You know, because if everything was illegitimate up till uh, till now, and that was like 1933 that that happened, then Trump was never president either, right? I'm, I'm sure they can gloss over that part. So much crazy. Sometimes I think that these People putting out the QAnon theories are just like sitting there concocting, seeing what they can get people to believe, you know? Anyway, hopefully nothing terrible will happen today. Uh, hopefully nobody will get killed. Hopefully uh, we could just sort of go on with our lives. I just can't even. So... On to more frivolous things. Let's do earrings. So today's earrings are these pretty silver chandelier earrings that are inset with blue blue sparklies. That's a technical term. I'm trying not to move it around so much, Library Addict. Library Addict thought my Loki pendant looked like uh, a frog, and I'm just... We're, we're going to send the minions of Loki after you. So uh, it's got a silver setting and then a scoop shape with a blue stone, blue sparkly. They kind of look like opals, but I think they're pretend. Uh, set in the middle and then a dangly teardrop, teardrop shape one, somewhere. Uh, my stepson picked these out for me. I believe. Oh, wait, no. Are these the ones? These are not. I take it all back. These are not the ones that my stepson picked out for me. I think I picked these out for myself. I saw them somewhere and I liked them so much that I bought them. 
which I actually don't do all that often. And then there's this pretty silver ear cuff, which has, oh, I need to get it closer to get it to focus. There, a little hammered silver. I know I bought this at the Indian market here in Santa Fe where uh, the Native Americans lay out their blankets uh, along the side of the plaza. People call it Indian market, don't yell at me. Actually, it's a funny thing. Being a child of the West, all of my friends who are Native American refer to themselves as Indian. And if you call them Native American, they give you funny looks. But um, it's also the polite thing to say. So, you know, sort of you sort of pick and choose your audience. Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty silver ear cuff. I'm realizing that one of the reasons I haven't been wearing my ear my ear cuffs is that they are not comfortable. And like that one that I had not long ago that had that pretty spray of silver lines that dangle down the ear. Um, that one is, it has a sharp edge in it or something. Cause it really cuts into my ear. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's why I don't wear this. I need to do something about that. Maybe I can like wrap it in a bandaid or something. And then this ear cuff is a little bit of titanium. It's iridescent purple, just a simple, um, just a simple rectangular band, essentially, but it's got that iridescence to it. And I remember buying this, I think, probably in the 80s. There was a lot of titanium stuff then. It was sort of what to with the whole glittery, iridescent vibe of the era, I suppose. <clears throat> you don't, I don't see much um, titanium jewelry these days. So anyway, I think that looks pretty with the ear cuffs on. And both of these ear cuffs are very comfortable. I know I've worn them all day without noticing. Um, and we are getting it to the older ear cuff territory. So I really should, now that I can see them, I mean, thank you mom for this jewelry cabinet, because it really is amazing to be able to, to see these things. Uh, so now that I can see them, maybe I will wear them more often. So let's see. What do I have to say? I don't have anything to say. I'm a little bit empty brained. I've gotten 9,000 words so far this week on Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue. So that has been doing great. Um, knock on wood. Fortunately, this little stand is wood that I put the laptop on, so uh, I can knock on that. But um, yeah, uh, Jack and Stella's relationship has turned out to be very interesting, and the story has not gone the way that I thought that it would. Um, it's been really fun, really fun to, to read, read and write. See, I'm even mixing up my words, right? I made a mistake yesterday. I started going to a new meeting for CEFWA in preparation for uh, taking over as president in a few months. I, it's kind of cool because I feel like I'm, um, even though I'm not like officially elected yet, unless someone stages a successful writing campaign, I will almost certainly be elected. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of like the, uh, the incumbent who is now getting the security briefings. <laughs> so Unfortunately, I bungled it because uh, our deputy executive director, Tara LeMay, had said that 
you know, that they decided that they should start inviting me to the exec meeting so that I can be in on some of those conversations and know what's going on. And I said, yeah, probably a good idea. And she said, okay, well, it's three o'clock on Wednesdays. And I said, oh, good. That's a great time for me. I can do that. So she sent me the invite and it went to my Cephwa calendar. So I have a Cephwa Gmail address and I have a personal Gmail address. And my personal Gmail calendar is really, I, I actually have a, a duplicating system to, to help me not drop balls. Occasionally it foils me and I manage to <laughs> fling them away anyway. Uh, but I keep my Gmail calendar and then I also keep my to-do list and I'm always going back and forth between my to-do list and coordinating those calendars. But when someone sends me an invite to my Cephwa Gmail address, it goes to my Cephwa Gmail calendar. And I, I would like to get those two things to sync. I'm sure there's a way. I would love it for my personal calendar to import the Cephwa Gmail calendar stuff. If anyone knows how, for, how I can do this, um, use, use short words. <laughs> I, I would really like that to happen. And I, you know, I like, I know how to do the show, the calendars thing and all of that, but I want it to pull those appointments automatically. I want it to automatically pull them. Otherwise what I need to do is I need to start cross-referencing them more often. And that might be the solution if there's not a, a simple importation technique. So it went in on my Cephwa calendar at the correct time, which is 1 p.m. my time, 3 p.m. Eastern. But when Tara told me the next one is Wednesday the 3rd at 3, I put it on my calendar at 3 p.m., not realizing that Tara was thinking Eastern time. That's the thing about you East Coast people is that you think Eastern time is the default. Um, and I know that you don't mean it maliciously, but you guys, you guys do this. You guys do this. You just tend to assume that everything is Eastern time uh, unless somebody asks you or makes a point of correcting. Um, not long ago, there was an RWA town hall that was scheduled at the last minute, and it was at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning Eastern time, which means that it was for people on the West Coast, that's 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Um, you know, and it's like, really? Did you guys not give us any thought? Well, I think they don't because they think everybody lives in Eastern time. You know, poor Hawaii people, what that would be like. I never can keep track. It's at 4 or 5 in the morning because they like, well, we're not on daylight savings time. So it was probably 5. Yeah, not reasonable. Not if you're like trying to do a town hall and get people to interact. Not my problem. So <clears throat> anyway, that was all a uh, tangent, wasn't it? Oh, so the upshot is it was actually kind of funny because, you know, so like I wrote it down both places, my personal calendar, my to-do list, 3 p.m. Wednesday. So I get on there at like 2.59 and I was fairly leisurely. I was like, oh, you know, I've got my other things done. And uh, our executive director, Kate, was on there. And it's just the two of us. And we chatted. And this is, you know, like Zoom calls is what we do. We chat. And I'm thinking, geez, you know, it's like gets to be five after three and this sort of thing. And we're both sort of working on our computer and exchanging 
comments and that sort of thing. And, uh, and I'm thinking, well, does everybody just come to this meeting really super late or what? And finally, Kate says, is there something I can do for you? What can I do for you? And I'm like, well, I'm here for the exec meeting. And she goes, oh, that was at three. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's three. <laughs> so, so she gave me the quick rundown and, uh, I, I have to, um, I feel like this should not be my thing that I have to translate times, but I, I guess I have to be responsible for it. So there was that. Uh, otherwise I've kind of been getting everything done. Um, I'm still, I paused on page proofs for promised queen because I am back in my work week and writing and my writing brain is being taken up with Sorceress Queen. And um, Jenny gave me, editor Jenny gave me an extension until next Monday. So I immediately began procrastinating. <laughs> That's not fair. I, I took care of other things, you know, like finances. Um, I still need to finish crunching royalty statements so that I can disperse funds to everybody. Um, Bills are paid at least, but you know, it's all that beginning of the month stuff. But I did, I have, I have taken care of the critical things. Um, I have a few things that are due this week, but I realized I'd start scheduling things for this weekend. Since we're going to be gone Monday, I won't get any writing done on Monday, alas. So I was thinking, oh, I could maybe do like 1500 words Saturday morning and 1500 Sunday morning on Sorceress Queen and keep on track. Uh, to make up for Monday. And then I realized, no, Jeffy, you have to do this. I'm, they're, they're laying on the floor down here. You have to do those promise queen page proofs. Uh, I'm like 70% of the way through. I can get it done. I just need to actually do it. I was on um, Monday. I think before I got the answer back from Jenny, I did work on the page proofs for a couple hours Monday afternoon, but I could tell my, that part of my brain was tired. And so I probably wasn't giving it my best work. So I need to take care of that this weekend. I'm also giving a workshop for Southwest writers on Saturday with a couple of other people. Um, I'm hoping I can just be there and lend potentially insightful thoughts. <laughs> We're talking about romance genres and subgenres. So I don't have anything prepared. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say, but it's also for free. I'm really getting to this point, And I know you guys have heard me talk about this before, but that, you know, I really am trying to gauge how much effort I put into things for which I am doing for free or for very little and evergreen. Don't worry. I will put effort into my workshop for flights of foundry. Uh, the online conference for flights of foundry invited me to do a workshop and Evergreen added a special um, tree hug plea. <laughs> and so I am doing that. Uh, but, you know, it's like if I'm doing something for free, it's not like I want to do a shoddy job. I'm certainly, you know, wouldn't do that. But it's also like how much effort should I really pour into this thing? And and I was having that conversation with Dorinda the last couple of days because she finished writing a novella that she had to get in kind of late. But, you know, I was like, you're not contracted. You're uh, not making much money on it. She's making some. I'm like, you know, don't let them pressure you. You're, 
they're getting a lot more out of you doing this for them than you are. So, you know, get it to them and don't stress about it. People will really put that pressure on you. Like, like you owe it to them. You have to get this. And Dorinda was planning to write a short story for something else that she was doing for free. Um, that would be for a charity kind of thing. And she was feeling stressed about that because she's, you know, moving into other deadlines. And I said, don't do it. Just, she said, well, I told them I might not be able to. And I'm like, then don't just, just don't. Um, it's really, I it's hard. It's hard to say no on those kinds of things. And yet at the same time, you really have to protect yourself, your, your bandwidth, your spoons, and protecting your livelihood, you know, it's like, well, how much stuff are you really going to donate to other people? If it's something you really want to do, fantastic. But if you're doing it out of obligation, then whose who's obligation is this really? So, so yeah, um, I'm happy to do the Flights of Foundry thing. Don't get me wrong, Evergreen. Uh, thank you for letting me skate through. I did fill out the online form. You guys know how I feel about online forms. And this one was really long. And Evergreen told me, she's like, well, just, just punt <laughs> all the different parts. I'm like, okay. Uh, ideally, and I, I've talked about this before, and Evergreen's probably rolling her eyes at me. But, you know, if someone, particularly if someone invites me to do a thing, if it's not like I'm like raising my hand going, oh, oh pick me. If somebody invites me to do a thing, I would much rather that they just said, um, would you come and do X thing for us? And then I can just say, yes, yes, I will do this X thing for you for free. Uh, don't make me go to a lot of work to do it for you for free. <laughs> so I know I, I talk about this a lot, but you know, it, it really does take this um, gradation of effort. It's, uh, you know, how much do you put into something that is paying you, you know, like how much is your time worth? How much, you know, figuring out how much each hour of your time is worth. And especially when I know that I have, a, a finite amount of mental energy. I, I do. I, I wish I didn't. I wish I had unlimited mental energy, but clearly I don't. So, uh, anyway, always a balancing act, right? So, so yeah, that's, um, I think I told you guys that, uh, Grace Draven and I, we talk often, obviously, but that, that was our, uh, our resolution for this year is to, to not do so much stuff for free. And, you know, if you're going to do it for free, you have to have a good reason to do it. Evergreen asking me to do it is a good reason. So there you are. Uh, yeah. You know, and technically, technically, not even technically, everything I do for Sephwa is for free. And sometimes I think, why am I doing so much work for Sephwa uh, for free? But it's there are good reasons for it. And part of it is because I believe in the organization and I believe in giving back to the profession. And I won't be doing it forever. Particularly if I keep getting my calendar appointments wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, I think on that note, I'm going to mosey on my way and, uh, 
get to work on the stuff that actually brings in the money. Uh, speaking of, you can always donate to the podcast. I appreciate very much when those of you click that uh, that button. Uh, please do not feel obligated because I know a lot of people can't afford things right now, but I definitely uh, appreciate that when you guys do. It makes me feel loved, which I know I should not equate money with love, but uh, it does make me feel appreciated. So thank you when you do that. Uh, if you like the YouTube videos, you can subscribe. It's been fun seeing people subscribe. It's like, oh, again, it's that like, you like me, you really like me. Uh, it's fun to see the views in the different places. I still haven't figured out how to put this back on Instagram. Uh, I, I would have to do some sort of video clip. So this would be another thing. I need to do the research. You know, like, is there some kind of app I can use? Is there something that would be easy for me to, like, grab a clip, a one, at least one minute's clip from uh, YouTube or from my recorded video here that I can then pop over to Instagram? Inquiring minds want to know. Yes, I am asking you guys to work for me for free. Isn't that ironic? Uh, I take it back. I'll, I'll do the research. Don't worry about it. No, please don't worry about it. It's all right. I'll figure out the calendar too. <laughs> all right. Um, I will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. You all take care. Bye-bye.